0: This is the tube experiment. The way that this developed was back in 1971. Douglas Harding was asked to do uh, some workshops in North America. And he was with a friend called Colin, who was a young teacher at the time. And they were asked to do a weekend workshop in Toronto, a place called the Claremont Experiment. They'd never done a weekend before. and they figured they needed to work out some new experiments, doing groups longer than just appointing, you know, for a weekend. <laughs> 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 so, it goes back to... Douglas saw this when he was in India, he was an architect, and then the war came on, Second World War, and he was really intent on finding out who he really was before he died, because the war was coming. And he was intensely interested in this question, not in a kind of religious way, more in a sort of philosophical what am I? all right? I'm all these things at different distances, what well, I'm at zero. So he then looked and saw that he was at zero, amazingly enough. And he uh, came back to England uh, after the war, and then he wrote the book and so on. About twenty years he was on his own with this, that no one understood what he was talking about. You' mad of this, but he could see it was true. So what could he do but carry on and try and share it? It took 20 years before the first person actually said, ah, see what you mean, wow. At that point he thought, I can die now. <clears throat> he bought for him to share. He then decided to go back to India, just for a visit, for a couple of months, just to travel around and see if he, you know, India was a spiritual place. Maybe he couldn't find others, because he'd now shared with one person and the next year was two. He decided, I'll go back to India, where I was in the war, and see if I can you know, go to spiritual gurus and see if anyone knows what I'm talking about. I'm not sure if I found anyone who did, except he was, visited a saint called Ananda Moima, who is dead now. She didn't speak English. There was a, uh, some kind of translation. Ananda Mar was well aware of this, but from her own tradition. She didn't speak in headlessness. Anyway, she didn't speak English. But you know, there was a connection. There' there's a lot going on around her and everything, but Douglas was there, and they had some kind of translated conversation. At the end of which, Nanda Ma, who's a well-known saint, she gave Douglas her shawl as a kind of acknowledgement. And he came back to England, and a friend he'd met, a woman he'd met in another ashram, Randa she came to visit, to find out more about the headless experience. Now these are really early days in sharing this. He was trying to share this with Sarah, who's dead now, and having a bit of a problem actually getting her to acknowledge what we're talking about here. It's so it's simple, lots of spiritual ideas tend to get in the way of this. So his eye fell on the shawl that was in the room that he'd been given. And he took it and he put it around her face. Now if you do this again, like horse blinders, or whatever you call them, you'll see that your hands are huge, and between them you don't see the, your face, you see the world, right? So when you put the shawl on her, it's a bit like that, you see? And it, what it does is that when you have hands that are very close, it brings your attention close, right? Mm-hmm. And so then you're in danger of seeing what you are at zero. Because what's between your hands now, your face, or the world? Well, it's very clear, it's the, the world. world. Yeah, the world, no doubt. But somehow, having this close, it brings your attention to the sword. And she saw, so then he went on this tour with Colin and was in Toronto, and the woman who was running the place said, do you want any w- people to bring anything to the workshop? And he thought, well, get them to bring a shawl or a towel, so we can do that. <laughs> this is early days, you know. <coughs> and in, the, in the workshop, he got everyone with a towel. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know? <laughs> and you'd look at a wall and see you a space for the wall inside the towel was the world. And then uh, he got people, you know, wearing towels to look at each other. So in my framed view is you, and you in yours is me, right? And then of course they went. Uh, they had these towels, and they went. Colin and Douglas went up to each other, and it was a kind of tunnel. You see what I mean? Yeah. And it really emphasized that it's face to no face. Because you cut out the world, you bring your attention close, and all there is is that person's face. So he, he got up in the middle of the night, he went down to the kitchen, found a, a garbage bag, cut the bottom off and had a tube, and woke Colin up and said, look what I found. <laughs> <laughs> Colin woke up and looked at the tube <laughs> So, that's the origin of this. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I'm going to ask you to do, because you've now been with this partner, and you've acknowledged to them that you're space for them, and you've acknowledged that they're in the same condition as you are, they're in room for you. So when you look in the tube now, you can talk or not, if you like, whatever makes you feel more comfortable. But you're you're just going to look in, and it, it can be powerful, but look in and just, just notice <laughs> that it's based in notes text And you're built open. And you can say this to the other or not, All right? Whatever right? yes, yes, no. makes you feel right. right.